welcome to Dance Matters Podcast, the place where we talk all things dance and the performing arts industry. A place where we share knowledge and real stories from people in the industry in the hope of inspiring and educating. We are your hosts, Kaylee and Charlie. Today, we have not one, but two superstars chatting with us. And to be honest, I couldn't imagine chatting to one without the other. Stasia and Brooke O'Neill might be better known to you as the O'Neill twins. And whilst together they are a force to reckon with, they definitely bring their own style and individual personality to their dance and music. I love how they can gel their own style together and value and recognise each other's strengths. The O'Neill twins have been dancing for almost 20 years. Originally from New Zealand, they now reside in Sydney, pursuing both their dance and music careers. They've competed on the world hip-hop stage and performed with incredible artists including J-Lo. Whilst their love of dance started at seven, it wasn't until they joined Paris Gobel's crew at the palace that they realised they could turn their love into a career. Since then, they have gone from strength to strength, creating the One Ill Project, running workshops around Australia, producing music and even creating their own album. We are excited to chat to both of these superstars today. Welcome, Stasia and Brooke. Stasia and Brooke, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi. <laughs> Twin sisters growing up in New Zealand, you started dancing at seven years of age. What drew you to dance? Well, we had twin friends actually at school and they performing on stage once at this festival back in New Zealand. And I was like, Mama, I want to do this. Brooke kind of just, she was just chill. She tagged along. I was like, Mama, I really want to like, I want to do that. Like, what they're doing, they were hip hop dancing on stage. So yeah, we went to one class, Brooke came along and then we just fell in love with it. We both just loved it. it. turned back. Yeah, straight up. So you tagged along, Brooke? I did. I was a follower. Yeah. <laughs> she was quite a lazy child. She just wanted to chill all the time. Thanks for that stuff. But I was like the go-getter, so she kind of, we did everything together. Was there another sport or interest before dance came along? Yes. We loved touch, touch, netball. Actually, we tried nearly pretty much every, every sport day. in high school, but dance is the only one that stuck. There was, a, at a point, we were balancing touch and dance. Yeah. But yeah, dancing up taking over what training did you do growing up what did you start with what did you move into how much training were you doing it's always just been hip-hop but with training we were part of dance crews that's kind of the thing back in New Zealand we were part of a dance crew and we'd just compete at competitions and that was our training really yeah yeah because leading up to a competition you've got a criteria and you have to learn different styles because it's part of the criteria so you're forced to train in different styles of hip-hop so that would have been yeah. our training being part of crews have you ever taken a ballet class oh my gosh yes yeah. <laughs> I did one. Well, I, I hear about it. I did nearly up to a year. I didn't last. Because well, Stas would be going to touch practice and I kind of got a little bit jealous. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this anymore. So I ended up just following Stas, follower. But she did ballet <laughs> for a bit. Yeah, I didn't even get to learn no how splits. to do splits. Like it, they left me at that. You think a beginner, beginner, beginner. Ballet, <laughs> that was me. Bit. But I was really, really young. I was really young, so. You finished high school and decided to dance with Paris Goebel's studio, The Palace. Why did you make that decision? I think, like, for us, we wanted a challenge. Like, we we felt like we reached a point where we were like, okay, now I need something to really challenge us. And, and she was the it. best. She was it. She, yeah. was, she was the best in New Zealand. So we're like, let's, let's do it. Like, we're ready to go. Yeah. And they're just amazing. So we felt like it was time to... For sure. So that's exactly it, though. Whenever we check ourselves in the deep end, we learn a lot. And I feel like, oh, we're, you know, ready to be pushed, ready to learn. And I think that a big thing I got out of the Palace performance and, and work ethic, yeah. which is we, we needed that. 
Yeah, we were in a kneading net, came out with it. And was the goal at that point to become dancers, that's what you wanted as a career, or did you think about going to university and doing anything else? We never thought dance as a career because it never was talked about in school. So when you go to the careers office in school, you know, you're in your last two years of school and they're like, okay, so what are you going to study at university? Dance was never really an option. You had performing arts, but it wasn't like a, they mixed it with everything else and it wasn't specific dance and it wasn't like encouraged by teachers except for our dance teacher yeah. she was the only one who was just like you can chase your dreams you can do this. everybody else it wasn't it wasn't really encouraged and I think it's because not many people saw it being a successful thing or career for New Zealanders Paris did it and that kind of like set the standard for everybody and was like oh my gosh if Paris can do it well we can also pursue dance and make it a, a career and a way of living so I think I'm really grateful that she actually like really went for it because it actually inspired all of us like all of us to also do the same thing so it never really to answer your question Dance was originally not the thing. I wanted to be a veterinarian. Do you want to be? I always wanted to dance, but I just didn't see it being a career. So it was kind of like in the middle, like. But we took the gap year after high school. We took a gap year to dance, and we're like, oh, we're not going back. We're not gonna. We're not gonna go to do university after the gap year. We're gonna just keep dancing and make it work. Stasia, did you have a plan for what you were going to go and study if you didn't become a dancer? Well, it was gonna be something to do with either a vet or or like visual, like Photoshop and film and all that stuff. Because I did study that I did that for a year diploma and I loved it but that was never that was never the like dream so it was my backup plan that now has it always been hip-hop that's what first drew you to dance 100% hip-hop yeah, yeah nothing else what is it about hip-hop that you love for one music is crazy good like grew up listening to that type of music and the movement as well like there's also like there's fundamentals you need to learn for hip-hop but overall you can make it your own it's not so there has to be like that there has to be like that it's like like free like you can do what you want and I'm like 100% about that I want to make everything my own and unique so that's a cool thing about hip-hop too yeah. what about you Brooke what do you love about hip-hop same thing really like, I've got full freedom to make it my own and like our styles are very different but when we dance together we dance as one too so there's so much freedom that I, I oh my gosh I can do whatever I want yeah, just... and make it our own you've danced in a few crews what do you enjoy about being in a dance crew I, I think it's that. quite cool like being a part of a group like you get that teamwork thing going on yeah. and it's just you know you're there to help each other and being on stage with the team as well is like a different it's a different feeling you get as well I don't know you feel like you're doing it for each other well, yeah because you're training you're, it's like blood sweat and tears like in the studio and then it comes to that one chance to get to Worlds for example when we went to Worlds for the Royal Family and it's only two two and a half minutes you're on stage for hours and hours of training for months for just two minutes and 30 seconds and I think for all of us to just go up on that stage in front of all of the world to give it our very best was like oh my gosh like this is such a moment in our country just go for gold like it you just build that team bond and it's yeah it's something. how does a crew normally form is it one person getting other people together do you audition for it it's usually one person they have like a vision or they want to be a part of a yeah. oh, they want to create a crew it, it can actually it can be a number of depending on the company so for the Palestine studio we audition for it we audition for our teams yeah. and they they put um you and misfits and me and sorority so we were in different crews which is which is very interesting because that never really happened before we've always been in the same crew but yeah um so it's, it's usually time. one person that will have the vision and then okay you know i want to put a crew or team together and then yeah we if you you yeah. make it then you just yeah you be a part of it yeah. or you audition depending yeah. how did that work with you being in different crews were you a bit competitive and at the beginning Not we really. were against it because we do everything together like everything I was just like nah like especially Brooke she was like nah I want to be a part of like <laughs> Stasia's crew I talked to Paris and 
I was just like, what do you think, Paris? Because whatever you think, I'll do it. And she was just like, I think you should be in sorority. I'm like, okay. So we split for the first <laughs> time in our whole lives. But it was good. Like, we still felt like we were still, like, dancing for each other, even though we weren't in the same crew. But I was just like, oh, you better kill it. And she was the same with me. Oh, you better kill it. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hold it down. <laughs> yeah. How many people usually form a crew? Is it a set number? Can it be up to a certain amount? It depends, like, um, the criteria of the competition. Mm-hmm. So some can range from seven to then you've got mega crews, which can then like 30 up to 30 people. So yes. it just depends on what um what, what competition it is and I guess what what, do you call them? what section that you're competing in. But most of it's either a mega crew or a smaller group. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. You mentioned the worlds. Were you competing for New Zealand at that time? Yes, with the Polar Star yeah. Studio from family. And how did that work out? What was that experience like? Crazy. Oh, first time at so Worlds and like getting a gold medal too was cool too. Ooh. But um no, just to see how everyone around the world dance where it's the same language that we all use even though like there's Filipinos and you know Japanese there's so many different cultures in there we're all coming together at this one competition to compete and show how passionate we are for dance it's crazy it's like a feeling I don't know like how to explain it can't really describe it it's like the Olympics for dance hip hop pretty much hip hop so that's crazy Yeah. you went to America to dance with J-Lo for the American Idol finale with Request Dance Crew in 2012 what was that experience like? eye opening (laughs) it was like we got um, our first taste of what it's like in the industry and the Big Apple pretty much like LA is where everyone wants to go dance so we got to get a taste of what it's like I mean you know, I, I remember being backstage and I saw Jordan Sparks just walk past and oh my gosh Jordan Sparks like and we saw like a Britney Spears sign on her wall like she was actually in that room I'm like oh my gosh like, this is mind blowing like it's all these real. like little like you grow up looking at these artists and being inspired by them like uh, for me J-Lo was one of my massive inspirations back in school and I'm like oh my gosh I'm about to dance behind her it's crazy so it was really mind-blowing uh, really humbling and yeah just a yeah overwhelming experience this way did you get to meet J-Lo or was it very separate no, no she was very real. hands-on she was very hands-on with her dances we were quite lucky we got to train at her house she has like a guest home whenever we okay. had like an opportunity to kind of ask her a question we'd take it <laughs> yeah, she's great like, oh my gosh I love you I've heard she's pretty full-on and pretty perfectionist about her dances did you oh, find yeah. that yeah yes. hard. but it's so like of course you would be like she's a perfectionist yeah you know but um, like the girls that we went over with request dance crew in paris like we went over there giving our best and being grateful for you know the opportunity so we gave her our best she never growled us she i think we were always on <laughs> so that's good you started a project called the one ill project can you explain that one for us yep so the one Ill project is a 10-week program it's a development program so we develop dancers from all ages like maybe uh 10 being our youngest sometimes a little bit younger all the way up to senior age. And it's all just about developing and becoming great at other styles in hip hop. So Stars covers a lot of different styles that I know. So we kind of like teach everything that we know. That way dancers get a, a full version. Yeah. Of yeah. And then we finish it off with a showcase. So then all their family and friends can come over and walk and come to the show and watch and see all their, all their growth. Project is like one of my, I'd say one of my fa- most favorite things we've ever, ever been a part of. If you're new to hip hop, what is one of the most important basic things to learn? Mm-hmm. 
grooves? Yeah, I'd say grooves. Uh, They're not easy though, <laughs> but like that's the start. That's like the start that I would. Yeah, because hip hop is like there is a lot of different styles within hip hop. If there was like one thing to learn, like when just getting into it, is definitely the groove and how to like be. Because hip hop is a different posture. Posture, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just how ballet and jazz, all that have their thing. Hip hop does too. So I think learning how to just like yeah, be hip hop dancer. Yeah. That would be number one. So groups. Yeah. Do you ever find it difficult when dancing with people who are trained a lot in ballet and things to get them to relax and get that posture for hip hop? Yes. Especially as fast as style. I think yeah. mine crosses over. My style that I teach most often can cross over. And those who have done ballet and jazz is going to cross over to my style of dance. Whereas sasses is a whole, it's a different posture. And it's, yeah, because with my type, like with hip hop, like it can be quite slouched and very you know, aggressive. Like, <laughs> Yeah, kind of boyish, but with exactly ballet, you're up, everything's like perfect, perfect. So I guess it's quite similar with my style. The, well, not, I wouldn't say ballet, but other styles like jazz. I feel like jazz dancers can easily cross over to learning what I do. Yeah, it can be difficult, but it's just practice, I'd say. Yeah. Knowing how to switch, you know, switch that ballet on or jazz on, switch that hip hop on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You signed to Sony for your debut single. What made you jump over to music? I've always loved music, but we did have friends that, they she asked us can you sing and we're like oh no we're not about that like you know we dance <laughs> in the shower but they were really insane. they really wanted to know and they're professional singers so we sang a little bit and they were, if you want to take music to the next level you can and we're like really like we never thought we could so we never thought about it yeah but as soon as we had that open door and what you know we had our friends that were being real about like no you can make this serious we're like okay let's do it we're all for it so yeah always love music but never thought we could create it ourselves now i've heard you you can definitely sing what are your future plans with your music um to release singles eps music video and then obviously one day tour that would be great that would be amazing but to combine both dance and music is great do you write any of your own music yes and i i produce music well so it's kind of like we do everything but writing our music yeah. important so we start right you'll make the beat and then i'll start writing coming up with melodies and then we'll build on it like that what's been the most memorable dance performance you've done to american idol who are your greatest inspirations chris brown and miguel is mine mine would be beyonce what have been the biggest challenges that you've faced injury that's been hard injury that's, that's, that's a big one you know we're dancing we, we go through so we much push our bodies so much we're athletes pretty much so yeah injuries pretty huge we've been off for bit like earlier in our dance days I had a year off you had a year off well I've had three surgeries on my knees I had two so each surgery was nearly up to a year off so I'd say that's the most biggest struggle for me you've had five knee surgeries between the two of you (laughs) you put it like that it sounds crazy (laughs) do either of you have a working knee um I mean they work they work enough but they no so both my knees have been had surgery and both of you have had it yeah she's got thick knees though she does really well yeah she's thicker you know I'm a bit stick I don't know what happened to me we're supposed to be twins but it's actually the same injury yeah that makes sense but like I don't know how she managed to get stronger legs than me and I've had more surgery than you it's crazy do you think it's a specific move or something you do with your dancing that causes your knee injuries we don't have much cartilage in between our knees and I think we were kind of born with not a lot so I think we would have been fine if we weren't active yeah but we're very active so it's kind of over time chips and with dancing like the switching of the legs is like really big like with hip-hop in particular there's a lot of switches I feel with hip-hop yeah maybe that's how it happens yeah and we can
to, and it's consistent. Like as soon as we finished our surgery, we were like back into rehab, back dancing. So yeah, we weren't going to stop. Surgeons told us, you know, you shouldn't be dancing. Like you need to stop dancing. I'm like, that's funny. That's really funny. I like the joke, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> we're never going to stop. So yeah. Have you ever had moments of self doubt? Many, of course, many of those. For example, like we were injured. <laughs> You know, you're like, oh my gosh, am I going to dance again? Like, this is crazy. Like, you know, I think that's a bit of you, like, if you go for me. Yeah. Like, it's hard to believe in yourself when you're, when you can't physically do something or like, you know, when you're out because of an injury, mm. that's hard. So I start doubting myself. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> I think another moment of self-doubt would have been when we first came to Australia. Maybe, yeah, because we didn't know many people in Australia when we first moved here. We knew like a handful of people. And we actually came over originally for music. So to dance wasn't the priority when we moved to Sydney. But when we started our project and we realised people enjoyed it and got so much out of it, we're like, oh my gosh, we're going to keep pursuing this and keep pursuing. Well, they wanted it. We yeah. were kind of like, we okay, keep going back. We keep going back like, to New Zealand. They're like, when's the next project? I'm like, oh my gosh. So we like, jump on the plane, come back and then like make it happen. So. So I think the beginning of anything new is like starting from doubt. scratch. Those doubt thoughts come in. I think it's just human, but it's just what you do after that. Like, are you going to just sit in that or like, nah, I can get We don't, that. yeah, we don't dwell in it. So whenever we get a feeling of like doubting ourselves, we like smack ourselves out of it and be like, oh my gosh, like, what are you doing? Suck it up. Like, you know, you can do this. Go and do it. <laughs> Simplify it, you know. Do you think having each other for support there helps in that situation? I We're so close oh, yeah. to one another. We, we talk about it often if we were doing this like by ourselves I don't think that <laughs> like no I don't want it <laughs> honestly it's like us to people that do it by themselves so we've always got one another we don't really stay low for too long no step out of it yeah what scares you? being the best version of myself if you did yeah so I think being the best version of myself is like something if I'm not that oh my gosh am I, oh my gosh what am I doing like that that scares me so even if I'm just in like if I'm just in a dance class or if I'm, if I'm on a stage in front of like thousand people I need to be my dad I always want to be not be perfect but you know do my best did you find it hard to create your own identity you know what like our parents were very this is you this is like, like they just let us be so yeah. not really we've kind of always just been it's just yeah, we've just amplified in who we are when the years have you know gone by so as soon as stars had the opportunity to go and buy whatever she wanted in terms <laughs> of clothes for a baby like they want to dress you up the same everyone wants to buy two of the same thing make it look cute as soon as she had the opportunity to pick whatever she wants, she's in the reds and the blacks and I'm in the pinks and the yellows. And... So not really. It was never really a struggle to find out, you know, find out an identity <laughs> straight up. How would you describe your individual dance styles? I'd say mine's quite you say masculine. Masculine, aggressive, smooth, smooth, aggressive, smooth, aggressive, smooth. But depending on what style you've got, we do yeah, have all styles. Yeah. And then mine would be very extended. I have a lot of big, sharp yes. stats. Fierce, strong movement. If you could tell your 10 year old self anything, what would it be? Be confident. To not care about what people say about you or think about Take you. Take risks. Yeah. What are your dreams for the future? Um, uh, outdo myself. Like, mm. say, continue to push myself and do things that I didn't think I could do. Do things that are scary. Yeah, I like that. So, yes. anything that scares me, go. Go for it. Go for it. If it yeah. feels good, yeah. yeah. Go for it. Can you give us some quick acapella. Oh, uh, can we? So, Stasia, you play the guitar? Yes, I, well, you know what? Um, <laughs> 
I kind of just used to play when I was younger. Just play little songs. My cousin taught me a few songs, but I was I was always in love with it. But just this year, I like I took it seriously. So um, yeah, I started last year. Yeah. The end of last year. So, yeah, I've kind of just just started, bro. Still beginner, but. Lay your head on my pillow, touch is making me feel okay. Ooh, ooh. When I get around you, I lose it, lose it, cause I feel. So comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. You make me comfortable with you. I feel so comfortable with you. You make me comfortable with you. Yeah, yeah that's a quick one. Quick one. Thanks, guys. I could barely hear your guitar. Sorry. It's not connected. Oh, Are you guys now located in Sydney permanently? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's taken a few years to say yes that permanently we're staying yeah like yes it's yeah. a yes now karma definitely feels like home. yeah do you go back and forth a lot well covid i yes. mean we were always back home for christmas and new years yeah um and then like any work that we got in new zealand we just go back for a quick you know come back and but because of COVID, we have not been over home for a long time. Yeah. Do you find more opportunities here in Australia to pursue your dancing and music? Yeah. Um, Sydney's just bigger for one. And um, yeah, I just feel like dance-wise, we, I love the industry here. We're all keen to grow and, and it's such a supportive industry. Yeah, it's great. I'm not saying New Zealand isn't, but Sydney is great. Like, there are more opportunities in Sydney. I feel like we were able to, to even do our project, which is our own thing, and to create that from scratch and for that to develop here in Sydney it's opened up many opportunities too so this I feel like is home and it's um like just so good for us it's just so good for us like we can actually like live a lifestyle we're happy with we can work on music and dance because we're able to work and then work on our music craft so it's um the perfect place for us fit like a puzzle yeah (laughs) where can people find out more information about your one ill project or anything that you're getting up to Instagram yeah yeah we're most active on Instagram so if there's anything that's coming up, we always like post it on Instagram. Yeah. Facebook is um not hacked, so <laughs> we're still trying to figure that out. But Instagram for now, yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for giving up your time and chatting with us today. Thanks, guys. It was so much fun. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for chatting with us today. Remember, you can find all of our previous episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Please feel free to get in touch with any feedback or questions you have via DM on Instagram at Dance Matters Podcast. Don't forget to head over to My Diva Squad to check out their amazing bags and dance accessories. They have the best bags. Keep dancing. And remember, listen, love and learn. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.